0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. I got a question for you. Are you a real pest? Today's program is powerful. It's one of the boardroom chats that we did on social media, me and Kathy, and people just truly love this. So we wanted to put it on broadcast television. You're about to find out the answer to an important question. Are you a real pest? They call the Apostle Paul a pestilent fellow. It meant a Christian disease going around to infect somebody with God's power so I want you to sit there and watch this you are going to be blessed it's one of our boardroom chats I'm telling you but it's I mean people just loved it so we wanted to show it to you people that hadn't seen it watch this and be blessed I want to ask you a question and you don't know, know where I'm going she has you no idea me. where I'm going I say, why are you such a good Christian
1: well, I'm such a good Christian. Am I, oh, you consider me a good Christian? I
0: consider you a good Christian.
1: I think it's because I love Jesus. I take the time every day to spend time with him and reading his word, and I just keep growing. I'm, I hope that I'll continue to get better so, each day.
0: you're a real pest.
1: I, well, I'm a pest <laughs> to the devil, that's for sure. I was a pest See, to the don't devil. She not know where I'm
0: going, ladies and gentlemen. I was
1: a pest to the devil when you weren't born again and okay. all those that are my family okay. that weren't born again. This is
0: what I want to talk about today. She didn't know I'm going to do this. Forty-two years ago, I preached a sermon called the Pestilent Fellow. It went not viral, but in those days, you know, if people said, would you please preach that? I want to talk about being a real pest. How I got a man walk up to me and said, you know, you're a real pest. Because I was preaching, us. at first I thought it was an insult. If I found out it was one of the greatest compliments I've ever received in my life. And you know, what I just gave you is one of the greatest compliments you ever received in your life. Because in Acts chapter 24, verse 5, the Apostle Paul said, well, said this, For we have found this man a pestilent fellow, a mover of sedition among all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. The word pest. A pestilent means a Christian disease, <laughs> a plague. Everywhere he went, he went around infecting people with Jesus Christ. Praise when you God. saw him, had God. When Kathy got saved, she was a pest to me. She was trying to infect me with the gospel of Jesus every day. You're going to get saved whether you like it or not. I mean, she, and she, was, she became a ringleader. Her and my mama, they get together of the second and that which means a military commander. Hmm. And this man was such a powerful man. And I want to talk about that pestilent fellow. And, then, and I want you to read in the Amplified. And Well, first just read that verse 5 in the Amplified and in the Passion. And then I want to go to verse 1, if you don't okay. mind. I, I read it to you in the King James. Let me read it again. For we have found this man, a pestilent fellow, and a move of sedition among the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. In other words, a lawyer was mad at him, because of his witness for Jesus. What does it say, verse 5 in the the Amplified?
1: It says, for we have found this man a perfect pest, a real plague, (laughs) an agitator and source of disturbance to all the Jews throughout the world, and a ringleader of the heretical. Is that how you say the word? Heretical? Let me see it. Heretical? That's close enough. Division-producing sect of the Nazarenes.
0: (laughs) Now go to the Passion Translation. Watch this. This is the kind of Christian we should be. Yeah. Think about this. People get yeah. around you, they just get infected. We got viruses
1: of godliness
0: <laughs> that just goes inside of people He
1: says, For we have found this man to be a contagious plague. <laughs> (laughs) A seditious man who continually stirs up riots among the Jews all over the world. He has become a ringleader of the sect known as the Nazarenes.
0: Boy, I have been called a stirring up stuff in the church because I believe this gospel. That's right. I made up my mind that you can be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. I made up my mind that you didn't have to be sick. I made up my mind that you didn't have to be depressed, discouraged, despondent. None of that stuff. If you just become a pestilent fellow.
1: <laughs> you know, I was in, uh, at a women's conference last <laughs> February. You don't know this, but oh. I was preaching on a, a message that the Lord gave me. And out of my spirit, I told the women that were there, because it was a beautiful conference there in Colorado Springs. And I said, you need to be- realize that God has called you to be a super spreader. You know, because that <laughs> word was big everywhere. Super- they were word, don't become a super spreader. But we need to be you. on the opposite side of that and be a super spreader of faith.
0: Isn't that something? That's yeah. a good one. A pestilent fellow. Now, I want to read this. See, this man, everywhere he when he wasn't trying. It's called a division. He was preaching the gospel. He was trying to divide them f- from them and sin. He was trying to get the sin out and make people understand that Jesus Christ was the son of the living God. So they hired this hotshot lawyer named Tertullus Mm -hmm. to bring Paul to court. And in Acts chapter 24, verse 1, I want to read it. It says, and after five days, Ananias, the high priest, now this went all the way to the top of the Jewish world, descended with the elders and with a certain orator named Tertullus, who informed the governor against Paul. And when he was called for, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, seeing that by thee we enjoy great quietness, that very worthy deeds are done unto this nation by thy providence, we accept it always, he's talking to the governor, and all places most noble Felix, with all thankfulness, notwithstanding that I be not further tedious unto thee. Don't that sound like a lawyer? He's talking to the, uh, to the governor. I pray that thou wouldest hear of, uh, hear of us thy clemency, a few words. This Tertellus guy ain't never spoke a few words in his life. He's a hot shot lawyer, you know. Now, I want you to read verse 1 all the way through uh, to verse 4 of the Amplified. Okay. And I, want, I want you to get it now when I call out everyday language. Go ahead.
1: Okay, it says, Five days later, the high priest Ananias came down from Jerusalem to Caesarea with some elders and certain forensic ad- a certain forensic advocate, Tertullus, acting as a spokesman and counsel. They presented to the governor their evidence against Paul. And when he was called Tertullus... Began the comp- complaint against him by saying, Since through you we obtain and enjoy much peace, and since okay. by.
0: Right. Okay. No, so he's, he's saying nice words to the governor, Felix. He's stroking Felix. Yeah, the he
1: sure is. <laughs> and since by your foresight and your provision, wonderful reforms, amendments, and improvements are introduced and effected on behalf of this nation in every way and in every place. Most excellent Felix, we accept and acknowledge this with deep appreciation and with all (laughs) gratitude, but not to hinder or detain you too long. I beg you in your clemency and courtesy and kindness to grant us a brief and concise hearing.
0: Just that statement was not brief. No. It was not concise. Then he goes on to say, we have found this man, a pestilence, a Christian disease. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I said, Lord, I want to be a Christian disease. I want to go around infecting people with the word of the Lord Jesus, with the love of God, with the healing of God, with the power of God. Watch this, with the prosperity of God here, not when you get to heaven on earth as it is in heaven. Think about that, and I, I was one thing I've always knew about. Kathy was a great witness; she just wouldn't give every day. And I, and I was a great sinner. Two greats get together, something's going to explode here. You see what I'm saying? But her greatness was far greater than my greatness. My greatness was to sin. Her greatness was to live for the Lord Jesus. And I kept saying, "I said, why do you want to talk about this all the time?" She couldn't help herself because she she was a Christian virus, <laughs> super
1: going around. Spreader. In
0: fact, a super, super spreader. spreader. Even telling her family. And everywhere she went, I mean, it was just one of the most amazing things. Well, it's
1: like I had found the most important news that I'd ever heard in my whole life. Well, of course, wouldn't I want to share this news with everyone that I loved or cared about? Even people I didn't care about needed to know about Mm -hmm. God. You know, because before I got born again, I never thought about God I was wasn't a, a agnostic or anything I was just indifferent right I was in another whole world but all of a sudden it's like the the light bulb went off and the reality of heaven was so real amen and then because heaven was real definitely uh, we know about heaven because of the Bible within well, hell must be real yes indeed. and I didn't want anyone that I knew to go <clears throat> there so that's I couldn't wait to to share with my family the moment <laughs> I was in there presence because we didn't have like the communications we have today no, this today. was way no. back in early 70s and i remember i couldn't wait to, till i got with them to tell them what i knew
0: well you had a passion
1: i about didn't this. know a lot but i what i did know was real and it transformed my you, life
0: you know Kathy, it, it, it doesn't take much to get somebody saved you don't have to know it so i know a lot about the bible man you don't need to know a lot this thing is so powerful it'll change a murderer who the Apostle Paul, who was called Saul of Tarsus, a right, murderer, right. a bloodthirsty persecutor, into the Apostle Paul, Saint Paul, one of the greatest intellectual minds, I personally, be the greatest intellectual mind ever drawn to the rim of Christianity. And he never lost that pestilent pestilence. So now do you understand that I shocked you when I said, you know, you're a real pest, you, you, <laughs> you, didn't, you, you didn't remember?
1: I did remember, it. remember? I knew it, I knew where you, you know were where going. I remember in? your messages.
0: Praise yeah, the Lord. Yeah, I, I had Jesus. an
1: idea, I knew it wasn't being insulted. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Otherwise, she, I probably would have given you a different
0: response. Yeah, she had yeah, she, <laughs> have given me to the hospital or the morgue. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, it's your choice, which you one. The hospital <laughs> or the morgue. Yes. When you understand it, I love that. And he said he was a ringleader uh-huh. of, of the sect of the Nazarene, which means a military commander. Mm-hmm. In other words, he knew what to do with the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. I really think in these days and times, if you look at what's going on around the world today, people are so confused. They don't know what's going on. I mean, you think about, it. you know, our greatest problem is this or our greatest problem is that. No, our greatest problem is sin. That's the greatest problem. That's what stained the earth. That's why all the other junk comes from that. You see, but Jesus, God gave us Jesus who was made perfect, who did not sin. Yet he could have sinned. He was tempted in all mannerisms as we were. Think about that. So any temptation you ever had in your life, now I know it's hard for your mind to understand that or conceive that. Jesus had that same temptation. Yet the Bible says without sin. Why? He was a pestilent fellow. He was right. a, a well, he didn't even come to even produce Christianity. He just came that you might know the Father. And everywhere he went, he began to infect people until people began to stand up against him. And guess who stood up against him? Not Rome,
1: right? That was the church. That's right.
0: The Jews, isn't that something? And not against the Jewish people. The Jewish people. And what was happening is God was introducing oh. grace and love like the Jews had oh. never seen before. Because to them, boy, you don't make God mad; He'll kill you. You mm-hmm. see, when God is a loving God, yes, there's a judgment side to God, just like there's a judgment side to you. If your children obeyed you and do everything you tell them, they will never see your judgment side. Mm. You just want to be a blessing to him. So when God introduced Jesus as the Son of God, oh man! Well, Paul said,
1: himself was a persecutor, oh, a, a bloodthirsty church,
0: persecutor, and he
1: went after. He was a Jew himself, and he, I and call went, him
0: an Osama bin Laden of the past. That's what he was. He, would t- he was killing people all in the name of God.
1: He, he actually had letters from the high priest with authority to drag anybody that served Jesus into prison, into right. jail. And so here it is. He encounters Jesus on the road to Damascus and totally gets that radical turnaround. He met a real past
0: didn't buddy, <laughs> when he met Jesus. And
1: he got, it was contagious.
0: It completely. <laughs> I mean, he was completely changed. Yes. Now, let me tell you something. People, let me tell you something. You know why I know Jesus was real? Let's get to the his, history part of it. Jesus was just totally real and the Son of God. These men and women, Went through hell. That's about the only way I can say that, through persecution. They would have never done that. But they saw him walk the water. They saw him raise the dead. They saw him heal the sick. They saw him bless people financially. They saw him feed 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner. They saw him look at a prostitute and say, neither do I condemn you. Go sin no more. Mm -hmm. Think about that. But you wouldn't go through all that. You would not do that unless this person, Jesus, was real.
1: That's right. Just as,
0: and Paul said, even at his life, when he about ready to chop his head off, that's, that's got pretty gross. He says, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. What course? Being a pestilent fellow, a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes, and we're preaching the messages that he preached today, reading the letters that he sent to the church. Right. My point is simply this. You don't have time to get discouraged if you're a real pest. You don't have to, you don't have time for that stuff. You just take this word of God and saturate yourself. Right. You don't have time to be concerned or worried about sickness and disease. I'm not saying it hadn't attached itself to your body. I'm not saying it doesn't attack you. But Jesus said, no weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper. He said that through Isaiah in the scripture there. It didn't say the weapon wouldn't be formed. So really it just won't prosper. So I made up my mind. I know I'm in the world. And I don't deny what's around me. But because this, this Christian infection is so overtaking me, mm-hmm. that, uh, and it's so pure that it doesn't have any variance. Mm-hmm. It's the same yesterday,
1: today, today and, and, and forever. forever.
0: You see, that it, okay. I don't have time to be concerned about just how bad it is out there. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I know that, the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man shall come. Let me show you how dumb sometimes we can be. We have the power not to raise prices, yet sometimes we will make a shortage of something to raise prices, which makes no sense whatsoever at all. Because we want somebody to believe our way. So what we do is put the pressure on in the financial way. You see what I'm saying? You know, people say, why did God let all his children die in Africa, starvation? Let me help you, ladies and gentlemen. God never done that. The man's done that. That's man's inhumanity to man. Wherever there's a great famine, you look across this planet, you'll find a great harvest somewhere else. We have enough food to feed every woman, every man, every boy, every girl in the world. I'm talking about these these nations out there. But if they don't have any money, they can't buy it. There's been time when we couldn't store the corn in the silos. We had to stick it on top of the ground out in the, in the field. Yet they got children dying in Africa. They got children dying in, in India. There's poor everybody. They got so much food. Lost. My God! And you think, well, why don't we do it? Because of man's inhumanity. You can't blame God for that. Because he created this planet to produce enough food. Yes. He did it through Joseph in Egypt. When the famine hit, he set them all up so they wouldn't die. Do you understand? So the reason why these great men and women became the people they are, I mean, St. Peter, St. Paul, St. James, St. John, call them what you want, the apostle, whatever, Mary Magdalene, the mother of Jesus, is because they were pestilent fellows. They were Christian diseases going and infect anyone they could get their hands on. Right. And they did it with the, with the serum or with the infection of love. That's right. Instead of pressure, pride. You know, hatred. You do what I tell you. You're going to hell in this way. No, they didn't say you're going to hell in a loving way. They wanted you to go to hell. But these people wanted you to go to hell to separate you from sin, to separate you from sickness, to separate you from disease. That's what the pestilence fell. And then they became ringleaders so much that 2,000 years. They made me a pestilent fellow <laughs> when I when I read their gospel through Jesus Christ. So yeah. it, it, it's just such a blessing well, this, of the Lord.
1: This was the opinion of that lawyer of that Lord, day when us. Paul had been dragged dragged into court, and he had he had to listen to all this, all these attacks against him. But we could we could take it in a positive way because if if you're speaking out for God and you're attacked. The enemy's not going to be happy about what you're saying, so you can expect oh, those attacks.
0: How much time I've been persecuted?
1: But still, and all well. We, but the point is, can I finish my point? Yeah,
0: you're still talking. <laughs> I, I just threw no. it in there.
1: <laughs> well,
0: the Go point, ahead, we yeah, all you know, get that persecutions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> persecutions out there, like you say, Percy's not cute. Percy's
0: not cute. <laughs> no, I don't care about Percy.
1: But whenever we share the gospel, we should be doing it because we know we want other people's lives to be totally, radically changed and and set free, and, and to know God in a personal way, because that's the best life you could ever well, do, have on earth. Do you
0: know some people call you a heretic because you you believe in prosperity? They call me a heretic because I believe in prosperity. When they finally gave Paul a chance to talk, mm-hmm. you know what he said in verse what? 14? What did he say? He said, but this I confess unto thee, that after the way, not a way or some way, the way, which they call heresy, Because if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, he cannot be deceived. He's the life, the devil can't kill you. He's talking about this way. Notice verse 14. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way, which they call heresy, so worship I, the God of my fathers, believing all things what? Believe in what? All things which are written in the word or the law and in the prophets.
1: That's in another chapter 24.
0: No, that's Were called, in 24. We're still in 24. Verse uh, 14.
1: Okay, I was so in I, the see, wrong
0: chapter. See, so they tell me, well, why are you believing that healing? Because I, 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 sickness hurts. Sickness is not good. Why do you believe in prosperity? Because broke is crazy. My God, you live in an economic world. You know, you understand? I don't love money. I don't fall in love with money, but I use money every day of my life. I'm using money right now, for, as you watching this boardroom chat, through that camera. That camera costs money. All this stuff that you can't see, all, all the people behind the camera costs money. You understand? I mean, you live in an economic world. That's okay with me. You understand? But you see, this way must be preached. What way? The pestilent fellow. This infection of disease so we can get rid of real sickness. Right. Real cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, crippling arthritis, infectious disorder, all kinds of different things. It's time for each and every one of us to become a godly pest. What does that mean? As believers, we must become so infectious in God's word, that we literally become as he is or Christ-like. That's what Paul says. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. Paul had an example of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell everyone here, and I mean this. We must have an all-out assault on Satan. It's a must for the church. The church can shut down the devil in every area. We are a mighty army possessing the things God said we could have. And all we got to do is go forward with it. Not some of the time, but all the time. Get infected with the power of God's word. And how do you do that? Prayer is vital. It's very vital, especially here at JDM. And listen to this. We have a prayer request that I believe, uh, people, you need to hear this. This is from a person named Joni. She writes this, Jesse. The many and worldwide political and social issues have created devastating division within my big family. Every gathering ends up with heated debates and it's breaking my heart. Can you please pray for God to realign our focus on Jesus and for his peace and unity to rule over us once again? Boy, that's the truth. I mean, can you believe this? You can't sit down with your family without having a fight over all this crazy stuff. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Joni and her family, and I rebuke that devil. I bind him. Satan, I get great pleasure in telling you, get under Joni's feet, under her family's feet. And Lord, when those heated debates begin to try to come up, shut it down with the word. Speak the word, Lord Jesus, and let the love of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God and the power of God and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. God will go into their minds, hearts, and souls. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me tell all you right there, Joni people, listen to me. And I'm pretty sure other families are having the same thing. What they do out there has nothing to do with you. See, if you start aligning yourself with all that crazy stuff, you're going to be in a fight all your life. All you have to do is say, I'm going to live by this, this here. This is not debatable. It's not argumentative. It means what it says and says what it means. And that's the power of God's word. Yes, everybody has different opinions about different things. So what? You can be a Democrat. You can be a Republican if you're in America or an independent or wherever you might be viewing this. But if you become a pestilent fellow, a real pest, infectious, you're going to, you'll shut down the debates. You'll shut down all that heated stuff and God's word will work for you all the time. Now stay right there, I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I'm having a good time. you know why? Because <laughs> I's a pestilent fellow, I enjoy. Watch this, I'll be back.
1: Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today. Available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more.
0: There's a world that needs to be saved. Our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus to that world. That is why we here at Jesse the Planets Ministries believe the unbelievable and operate in the impossible. God is continuing to direct us to expand our outreach to more people in more places and through more ways than ever before. We're advancing into the frontiers of ministry to change more lives through one simple question. Do. You know Jesus. Listen to me. It is beginning. The light of Jesus is shining higher and brighter and further than ever. People from all over are responding to the message of Jesus. Nothing can stop the light of God's love from reaching people and changing lives. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, I believe, is one of my finer books I've wrote called Living at the Top. It's one of the most popular books I've ever written. People love it. It has ministered to people all over the world in countless ways. I'm going to ask you a question. If you're struggling in your job, your body, or a relationship, or anything at all, this book here, this teaching will show you how to subdue it, rise up, and live at the top instead of the bottom. My God, I'm telling you, you breathe better at the top, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you can get it. If you'd like to get it, all the other information, just go to our JDM.org website. You will be blessed by it. JDM.org and order this thing. You will be blessed. Partners, I can't thank you enough for what you do for this ministry. Your faithful financial support is reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't mean this to sound arrogant. It's a very big ministry. It's global. It is reaching. I mean, it's out there, buddy. And God is so good. But we don't think of ourselves as some big preachers and all that kind of craziness. We do one thing, and that's to preach this gospel. We bring encouragement and joy in people's lives. And I mean that sincerely. So your faithful financial support, nothing too small, nothing too big. I tell you, we got some big projects here. $20 20 million dollar project, 5 million dollar project, 6 billion dollar project, a 200 million dollar project, a 75 million dollar project. You heard me right. I'm telling you man. Whoo, that's why I don't slow down. God's word says go do what I tell you to do. So thank you for supporting this ministry. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. God will bless you. I'm telling you, the anointing of increase is on me. Don't get mad at me. It ain't my fault. It is on me. That hundredfold anointing is on me, and it needs to come on you. Why? Because it wouldn't be right for me just to have it, and you not have it. God don't love me anymore, and he loves you. So thank you, partner, for being such a blessing to this ministry. Also, for your October partnership, we're offering the latest collection of these funny sermon illustrations from my Merry Heart series, Volume 8. Well, we got a bunch of them. Of a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Believe me, this will give you a facelift <laughs> that everyone will notice. Oh, yeah, you're you going to be smiling. Go to JDM.org to get your copy, and you'll be blessed for it. Right, I mean that. Thank you for joining me this week on this broadcast. Now, next week, something phenomenal is going to happen. I'm going to share my testimony of heaven. I'm telling you, it will bless you. It will minister you. I mean, we did this... Uh, at the church, and I think, I it was Facebook, almost 500,000, a little over 500,000 people viewed this thing, you'll be blessed by it. So you don't want to miss next week. Till then I'll be praying for you, and you'll never be a day without prayer. Isn't that a blessing of God? Jesse, the plant, saying I love you. See you soon, may God richly bless you. Thank you, partners, for helping me. God bless, bye-bye. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I never learned to doubt. Now available at jdm.org. And I walked out. And the angel said, You're in paradise. I said, Paradise. And I looked and I could see the city, which seemed like millions of mansions all around it. And it's a three place tier there's the throne, there's the New Jerusalem. Then there's paradise. See, paradise looks like a country, beautiful green fields, valleys, mountains.